It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. You guys, today I have a very, very interesting and fantastic show to share with you. I just got back from South Carolina, from McCormick, South Carolina, where I had a chance to visit Teresa Kemp, who is the owner of the South Carolina Wiles Heritage Center. And what she has there is she has a collection, I mean, a fantastic, a a really extensive collection of Underground Railroad quilts there in the museum. Now, these quilts were used actually as codes and ways to share messages for the slaves that were trying to escape to freedom. And when I had a chance to talk with her, she shared a lot of information about her family's involvement with it, her views and her thoughts about that particular time, her experience actually walking along that trail with her family. Very, very fascinating just to hear her story and her talk about these various quilts that were used as part of the Underground Railroad. Now, her museum is located in McCormick, South Carolina, which actually is the old Edgefield district, but now called the McCormick area. So I want to just jump right in because she has so much to share that I want to start just right away with her talking a little bit about her family's connection to what is called the Plantation Quilt Code and how they have shared and brought awareness of these quilt codes that were used in the Underground Railroad. So listen as she reads the codes uh, from a sampler quilt and talks about her family's involvement in it. So we're exploring today the legacy of my family that was alluded to and written about in the book Hidden in Plain View. It was an Oprah Winfrey bestseller, and it came out after my great aunt Ozella, McDaniel Williams, did three interviews with Jacqueline Tobin. Dr. Tobin is from the University of Denver and was a women's history professor. So my great aunt had died, and on Good Morning America and many other shows, it hit the news that she was the keeper of the quilt code for the black race. Jacqueline came under attack because she was a white lady. Raymond Dubard is the art history professor. Um, Dr. Dubard was at Howard University, but is very light, and you cannot tell that he's black. So for him, many people did not, he didn't count. (laughs) So um, they found our family because we called them up with a copyright infringement. Ozella copyright wrote the quilt code in 1950, four years after her grandfather died, and Reverend Peter Farrell was the son of his parents who were former slaves abolitionists, Peter and Eliza Farrell, who did this quilt code. Mm. So the Grimsky sisters and my ancestors are two or four of the only abolitionists listed in the state of South Carolina. So they did not get millions free, and I'm here researching, documenting, preserving, and archiving records, as well as photographing, digitizing the quilts and artifacts. In our collection, we have 44,000 artifacts and 1,000 textiles, and here you're looking at only 35 textiles and under 500 artifacts. 
So the collection is quite vast and very, very impressive. But, so but this now is the, the quilt code. But the, uh, the quilts, though, have been on exhibit in other places as well, too. Oh, yes. And you've brought them here now. Yes. We've done more than 4,000 presentations, and the we are my parents, the late Dr. Howard and Serena Wilson. My mother is from Edgefield, Old Edgefield District, which is um, what McCormick was taken out of over 100 years ago. We just celebrated our centennial um, event in McCormick history of being a county. So this is quite fitting then that the museum would be here yes. in what is really your ancestral land, Correct. so to speak. Yes. And my ancestral property, 90 mm -hmm. acres from them, is 11 miles from here where I live and I'm currently working on rebuilding it, preserving it, restoring it. And Mia Stone, who you met here earlier, has goats and bee houses that I'm picking up Sunday because I will be beekeeping and having honey this spring. <laughs> oh, fantastic. We'll be doing goats. I'm not sure yet if I will be doing spinning and weaving. Mia does a great job. That's not my expertise. But we do have a spinning wheel here, and that was something that we did. I'm the last of the Gullah basket weavers in my family, and I am a master quilter, textile artist. Fantastic. So what do we have here? This is a sampler quilt and we take these to schools when they may not be able to accommodate a large collection. And this is how we've passed the quilt code, as it's called, the Underground Railroad Quilt Code, um, through our family. So I'm going to read the quilt for you. Okay. 